Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 16th of May. Chinese industrial production data was somewhat weaker and Chinese retail sales data were a lot weaker than had been expected for the month of April. This was due to the Covid restrictions, although it is again worth noting that the economic impact of these restrictions is just a fraction of the economic impact of the lockdowns in 2020. Caution is needed in interpreting this data for the global economy, although the conclusion must be a short-term negative. Nonetheless, the largest part of the Chinese industrial production weakness was in the auto sector. China does indeed export cars and has been exporting more cars recently than in the past, but cars are little more than 4% of China's total export trade and they're not a major part of trade with the United States or with Europe. More significant is likely to be the disruption to electronics production evident in the data. The question here is to what extent there has been an increase in inventory holdings within China and internationally along supply chains, which will allow global production to ride out the temporary disruptions caused by the restrictions. The fact that exports have held up so well and the fact that global demand for goods is slowing are mitigating factors when considering the global impact of the Chinese data. The larger decline in retail sales in China emphasises that the burden of the Covid restrictions falls more on the domestic economy than on the international. This is not something that matters nearly so much for the global economy. Chinese consumption is far more of a parochial affair. It will impact global GDP, but global GDP is one of the more meaningless statistics created when it comes to assessing the relative importance of an economy to the rest of the world. The troubling issue in this data is that to date, China's policy response is not tackling the root cause of the problem. Consumers are using savings to finance their living costs while their activity is restricted. This suggests that consumers will rebuild savings when restrictions are eased, meaning that consumption will be subdued for longer. The Chinese government's policy response to this, to date, has been less about transferring income to consumers to smooth this process and more about building more infrastructure. We have some central bank speakers in both Europe and the United States to liven up the agenda today. In the United States, it is Fed President Williams who is one of the leading economic voices on the Fed. However, the course for Fed policy, at least in the near term, is very well established and this doesn't offer much scope for market surprises. Comments on any estimation of the risk of a significant economic downturn will perhaps be seized upon. Meanwhile, in Europe, ECB Chief Economist Lane is speaking, as are several others. Here, there is a little more scope for market reaction. The idea of a July rate hike is increasingly gaining currency. For Lane to continue to support that view would certainly add credibility to the idea. In terms of real data, there's not very much. German wholesale prices slowed their monthly pace of increase in April, but this isn't really a market focus. The New York Empire State Manufacturing Sentiment Survey is due, but it's getting very hard to have any faith in sentiment surveys given the general trends towards lower survey response rates and higher levels of political polarisation. That's all for today.
Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.